Basically Brown podcast, and we're back with another week. I'm your host, Chikira. And I'm Stephanie. Okay. Um, so, Stephanie, what yes. was something positive that you've done lately? Okay, so it's small, but... I made my own spaghetti sauce. And to most people, that's just like a given when you make spaghetti, you make your own spaghetti sauce. But I've been making mine with the sauce that I get at Kroger. So um, Michael joked with me, like, he wasn't making fun of me. But anyway, long story short, his grandma used to make her own homemade sauce. And he's like, yeah, you saying you making spaghetti for dinner, but then you ain't even using your own sauce. You ain't making nothing. You just heating up some sauce and some noodles. So I said, no, I'm going to make my own sauce. <laughs> so, I, so I got my own sauce and everything. And I um, I added a little bit too much olive oil at the end of my sauce. So it had like a little soupy, like a runny thing left on it. So the, it, I seasoned it really good. But at dinner time, my stepson was like, um, Stephanie, can I have some more of this soup? <laughs> so... <laughs> So it was positive because I did something I've never done before. But, you know, <laughs> I can't have a good week. That was cute. <laughs> I was so sad. I said, no, you know what this is. You know you eat some, some spaghetti. Why you play me? Oh, uh, yeah. What about your positive positivity? Um, well, what I did now sounds weird, but okay. So... I've been, like, trying to find more things to do, like, for me and Mm -hmm. to, like, um, I guess, like, invest in your own happiness. And I don't know. I went back to, like, third grade when we were knitting and I started knitting. But that sounds great. Yeah. I mean. That's awesome. I, I was, like, I feel really old, but I'm, like, yeah, I mean. I don't know, but I don't know what I'm going to knit, but I've been just um, finding little arts and crafts and random hobbies that I actually like and find enjoyment in. Oh, no. Now, next week, I'm going to I'm gonna have to uh, step my game up because I got... <laughs> I got some crochet sticks. So I was I wanted to get into crocheting so bad. I was gonna make me a blanket. Yeah. And I bought all this stuff. Started watching some YouTube uh, videos on it. And you know where that shit is? I mean, that stuff is <laughs> sitting in the bathroom. But it's in one of them one of them tubs that turns into a. Um, it's a big tub inside, and then inside is like a medium tub, and then a smaller tub, and then a smaller tub. Yeah, it's buried somewhere in there. So that makes me want to get back on my grind. Yeah, I mean, that's my mom likes to crochet. I don't really, I'm not really good at it, but I'm pretty good at knitting. I mean, when I have time, like I guess I could read, but I don't know. I guess, yeah. But that's what I've been doing. Does it? Does it? Speaking of time, does it feel like you don't? Um, does it feel like? Do you listen to like more audiobooks than you do reading nowadays? I feel like I do. Um, no, because if I listen, I still have to look at the words. So I rather just. I do prefer to listen to it and and look at the words, but I don't have the audio, 
and I don't have my Kindle, so. You can do it from your phone. How? You have to uh, download the audiobook app. I've told you, I've sent you an email on this before. You don't, you don't read your email. It's not free. I told you you could use my account. Because I had books that I wanted you to read with me. <laughs> or at least listen to. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> the betrayal. <laughs> my bad. Nah, but um, I feel like I... I don't know. I read books. Well, I try to, but then I'll start and then I'll stop. But I feel like if I have an audio book, something I can listen to during the day or when I'm cleaning or doing something, I'm into it. You see, um, I, I kind of feel that too. Like, I feel like I would listen or like I would listen to more books more often than I would actually sit, have time to sit down and read them. But I don't know. I just have to, it's harder. I don't know. I just have to look at the words too. <laughs> I feel that. Um, so. What's his uh, Nipsey? Lauren London said that he used to like listen to stuff like inspirational and motivational things before he went to bed because mm-hmm. it stayed on your mind. And I've heard that before that it stays on your mind longer. But I'm scared to listen to stuff when I go to sleep because I aren't iPhones like supposed to kill people sometimes? Wait, what? Yeah, like. If you if you leave your charger on too long, at first weren't iPhones like or cell phones in general blowing up and doing all this crazy stuff. So I've been nervous about doing stuff like that. Do you have like a sleep timer? Like, okay, it plays for like an hour or two and then it goes off. No. But I but I want it to stay on all night so that my brain captures it. Yeah. Yeah, because like, okay, I've I've been watching the TV and left it on and then like I'll have a dream of I don't know how to explain it but what I'm dreaming is what's on TV like I can hear it and it's in my dream but I guess it's like my own story but yeah that's true oh but yeah like that really if you listen like what you listen to at night like yeah you should try it I, I will that may be my positivity next week yeah so, Stephanie, got a brown boss this week? I actually do. Um, my brown bosses will be the Southern Bee, located in Nashville off of 1200 Buchanan Street. Um, they're in Nashville. I think I said that already. But um, it is owned by Tiffany and her lovely husband, Clinton. Hancock and they have a comfort food restaurant but the catch is everything is plant-based it's vegan so I think that's I think that's pretty cool and I like that there are more um I'm gonna try them out hopefully this week but I like that there are more um brown owned restaurants that are moving towards veganism vegetarianism not just especially being southern because when you think southern food you think of calories and fat back and ham hocks and all types of meaty a lot of meaty but they are vegetarian and they have good reviews they're open well their stuff will be listed below you'll know you'll know (laughs) 
that's that's what's up because i'm like i keep saying i'm going to eat healthier but i keep falling back so i figure like i'm going to just incorporate and or swap i guess you can say like what i would and try something healthier so like yeah that would be good because i'm definitely going that way Especially if things taste the same. And I love that that's what people are trying to do now, where it's not just, oh, all you can eat is a salad. Yeah, exactly. Not that salads aren't good, but you got a... Variety. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely want to... I feel like we're going to still miss the taste of what we had, but I guess it's just trying to train yourself to like what's good for you. Well, see, I always, I, I wanted to be a vegetarian or a vegan, but I still want to keep a little bit of meat in my diet only because I knew a girl in high school who went uh, vegetarian and then she just went vegan and she tried a piece of meat for like the first time in a year and it made her extremely sick. Yeah, I hear about that. Uh, I, I thought about the same thing too. I mean, because I, I feel like I always will like a little bit of meat but yeah I was thinking that same thing not for that reason but yeah yeah who you got oh um, okay so I have they're called past the peas and there are they are a soul food restaurant um the food was super good like food was fire um the customer service, it was my it was kind of my first time going there, like and getting my own. Um, and the customer service was kinda eh, but in her defense, they were kind of busy. I get but like I don't know, my experience was kinda weird. I would want to try them again, except for like I think like I said, I'm trying to transition to healthier food, and maybe I'm. We were talking about this earlier, but like the fried, maybe like the the way the f- fried food can be healthy for us if it's fried like with certain oils. I don't know, but yeah, they're a very good restaurant. Um, it's soul food. <laughs> um, but yeah. That's who I have. <laughs> that's no, that's good, and that I think you, I think you're right. Like if it's fried in like peanut oil or maybe not Crisco. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I know like Crisco is bad, but um, I like I like Crisco. Yeah, it makes it taste really good, especially if it's in like the right skillet. Uh. But, I mean, you also have to, it's good, but it's not good for you. But, I don't know, if if you don't care, like, that food is fire. It's definitely worth it. I have to tell you something, <laughs> and you just made me think about it. <laughs> okay, real quick. So, this woman who, um, Veron- Valencia Love, who put up $100,000 to bail R. Kelly out, like, to, you know, post for him. Mm-hmm. She owns a restaurant in Chicago called Love on the Blue. Blue is spelled B-L-U. In your spare time, and listeners, also in your spare time, if 
just go to her uh just google love on the blue with no e just a u and start reading the reviews man (laughs) no and the some of the reviews aren't bad but like this one be snapping on these people if you listen to a bad review (laughs) leave a a bad review if you're bad like one person said the, the prices were too high for the food and she left a comment saying, well, you had time to look at the menu before you ordered, didn't you? You saw the prices. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Dang. That's what we're doing. Okay. Right. The game's too late. <laughs> but in your spare time. Okay. I'm done. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, Stephanie. <laughs> Yes, Shakira. Do you know what time it is? Well, what time is it? It's about bag talk time. <laughs> okay, so this week we're discussing an elderly woman admits to killing her disabled grandson out of the fear that no one would be able to care for him when she passes away. Okay, so um, there's an 87-year-old lady that is about to face charges because she admitted that she killed her grandson. I think she overdosed him. Um, she says she fears that, like, she's near her her own death. And no one else will be able to care for him. Um, so, she's being sentenced. What do you think? Well, okay. I don't. I personally don't think anybody has the right to play God. She doesn't know she's 87. She may live to be 107. Only God knows. Uh, same thing with her grandson. He may have, I don't I don't know, disabled. He may have done something or it, somebody may have wanted him that could take care of him. She doesn't know because she's not God. But in the same sense, I get it. Like, how would you feel if, no, wait, I get it, but I don't. If she was going to do that, if she felt like nobody was going to be able to take care of him, she should have offed herself and him if that's what she, if that was her true intentions. Or maybe she just wanted to live her best life in her golden years and just offed him so that she could have a little bit of time not caring for him. Okay, I feel that. Okay, but wait, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> so he he stayed with his grandmother on the weekends, and uh, you didn't say all that. I I know, my bad. So he stayed with his grandmother on the weekends and at a group home during the week, um, but he was unable to take care of himself. His sister did um, go to check on him, and that's when she seen that he was not alive. So, with okay, so when she went to check on him, well, I uh, yeah, yeah, grandma got to go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> you playing now, but them 
in them homes, like, don't they treat people bad in the homes? They Most do. homes? They, they do, but you can't... See, I, I, I didn't realize that part either at first, but... And I was with you because I'm just like, you know, she's old. She has to care for this person that's unable to care for himself. But now that you only have him on the weekends and he's at a group home, I mean, yeah, it might not be terrible conditions, but who are you to make that judgment call? Yeah, you a step-grandma. That's what you're doing. Get your kid on the weekends. <laughs> that, no. Yeah, she gotta go. She gotta do some time for that. Yeah, I mean... She gave him all, all type of drugs. Um, they didn't say what kind of drugs. But... So it's like putting, so you think they should have a course where you kind of have to buff it out. Yeah. I, I definitely think that would be a cool course to have to endure and learn about like money and everything is not just glorious and money falls on trees or if you do mess up, this is what will happen and coming up with creative ways to get what you need. Yeah, there will be a lot more hustlers if that were the case. And now that Granny's going to have to hustle because she should go to jail. Like prison. Yes. Like hard time. Yeah. So. I... That's the only question that I would wonder is, okay, so if you feel like nobody will be able to take, no, no, she has to go. We said it, we said it. It's it is what it is. You got to go to jail. Yeah, it it will be totally different for me if you were taking care of him twenty four seven. But since you, you know, get him on the weekends, absolutely not. Right, and then you take him back. So, oh, but maybe she thought who was well. He could stay at the home on the weekend. On the weekends, if you died, yeah, exactly. And his sister, he has family. His sister went to go check on him or something like that. Okay, is does it say if like how old his sister is? Could she? Could he have lived with her or anything? I mean, even if he couldn't, why couldn't he stay at the group home? But it, I don't know. It just says his sister. It didn't say. How old she was. But if the grandma cared so much about him and like thinking about it, if she cared so much and he was getting abused at the group home, she should have said something instead of just let me just kill you. She's gotta go to jail. And I want her to get I want her to get what Bill Cosby got. I'm still mad Bill Cosby's in jail. I didn't even think about that. See, I was like, oh no, she's 87. Like Actually, I honestly think like the older people are probably like have the more ingrained mindsets, so it wouldn't even. I guess that doesn't really matter your age. Well, no, older people to me are trying to get into not all of them, but the ones who are like struggling older people. I feel like they don't mind going to to jail. Because you think about it, you get three meals, you get somewhere warm to stay and all that stuff. You don't have to pay no bills because taxpayers, hello, we paying all your bills. So, yeah and no. 
Well, does your I don't know if you're like once you if you go to jail, does your benefits stop? If you got like, direct deposit on them checks, are you stacking? I feel like oh, I mean yeah, but I, I also feel like that would get taken in court costs and prison costs and all these other costs. Like if for people in jail, like you pretty they pretty much rely on other people to fund them. I think for the most part, like to keep money on their books because for them they make in how much per hour and oh, stuff. In jail? Yeah. I mean, even if they do have a job, but it's still like some of them don't. And if they don't, they don't have no no shoes or no soap or no like they don't have the extra stuff that they need. So I do kind of feel like. Yeah, you can go to jail and yeah, you will still get your meals and stuff, but. I still feel like it's hard. It's harder. Yeah, well. I don't know. I watch a lot of jail episodes, and sometimes I know jail is not fun. Don't crucify me. But sometimes it it kind of looks like it's kind of cool, kind of lit in there. Um, there was this one episode I was watching where the girls were making hair gel, and they would make it out of grape jam and water, and mix it in their hands, and that's how they would have their hair gel. But then your hair smells really good because. You know, you got jam in your hair, and jam smells awesome. Yeah, and it 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 controls the edges and everything. I didn't try it though. I d- look, but it's natural. Look, I would try it. Okay, so, <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely think that's the place where they learn to be the most creative. For sure. Yes. Like, yeah. So, do you think like everybody should have to do like a Maybe like a weekend in jail or something, because those are like, I mean, we're not we're not hunters or anything of that sort. But if you need to know how to survive, mm-hmm. well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. In a way, yeah, but I, I don't know, because it's kind of like homelessness. Homelessness is it not? Kind of. I mean, I guess, I guess, you know how they used to have that, like, you take a baby home for a weekend or something? I guess that could be a course. Like, and you. No, I, took, I took my batteries out, my baby. I put mine in my closet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh dis- discipline. So, okay. So, this comes from, real quick, this comes from Keep It Up with the Kardashians. Corey is the mom, Chris Jenner's boyfriend. And Courtney, one of the daughters, was talking to Kim, the other daughter, uh, one of the other daughters, about her six year old daughter, Penelope. And she was saying how she lost the nanny because Penelope, she was, the nanny was trying to put Penelope in the car, and Penelope, Penelope got mad and she scratched the nanny in the face, and the nanny quit. And Corey, who's a black man I'm sorry an African American man he said if Penelope scratched my face I'd beat her ass and I'll explain it to y'all later 
And so Scott, who's Penelope's dad and Courtney, got upset because they're like, you shouldn't be hitting my daughter. You're not going to hit my daughter. You're not going to beat her ass. Like, that type of shit. So it kind of created debate like, okay, disciplining other people's kids. If you were babysitting or watching somebody else's child and the child hit you, what's your stance on that? Um, okay. I feel like I do feel like I would want to get that permission before <laughs> um, I would want to get that straightened out like before your kid is left with me like can I discipline your child if I need to I mean yeah there's always time out and talking it through and stuff and that too but I mean if you need to spank them or I'm not saying go old school and grab uh, an extension cord or go hard and paint but I do feel like if you need to spank them like you let somebody spank your child we 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 grew up on it takes a village to raise a child and then we turned into nobody better touch my child and I feel like now we're just so we're in I don't know I feel like we learn from people yeah but like what if you didn't like what if you didn't hit your children what if you had other ways of punishing your kids and then you let somebody watch them and then they're, they're beating your child and does beating okay I does have, beating really work i honest okay so i mean yes and no i think it's an ineffective way, but I also think it's an f- effective way. Like, nobody learns anything through sunshines and rainbows. Like, through pain is what we, when we learn the most. Like, we make the biggest choices. Like, I don't want that to happen anymore. And yeah, it's like, kind of bad, but it's also like, so, okay, I'll give you an example. I had a little girl at my house, and she was like, um, I need to go to the pot. And um, I'm like, okay, that's cool. And she was like, because I don't want you to pot me. And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, well, when I was um, at my dad's house, like his girlfriend, she popped me because I peed on myself. She was like, so I'm going to go to the bathroom. I need to go to the bathroom. So you don't pop me. And I'm like, well, I wouldn't pop you. But, you know, I'm glad you you telling me. Like, she learned. I mean, I don't know. No, now she's going to piss all in your house. No, I mean, she she told me she had to go to the bathroom. Thank you very much. But, like, yeah, you learn your lesson, but it's also, like, that's a sucky way to have to learn your lesson. Yeah, see, okay. I don't don't know how I'd feel about boyfriend-girlfriend popping a kid that's not theirs. Um, Like, at two stepsons, I don't pop them. You know, I might be like, well, I'm just going to go tell daddy. And that's so effective. The little one almost pulled my pants down one day because I said I was going to go tell daddy. Like, he was like, no. <laughs> he grabbed me so quick. But that um, timeout and just other little punishments like, okay, well, I've even said, like, you know, I'm just not going to play with you no more. Oh, no, please. But I feel like 
I don't know. If a kid, if, if it's different, if you put your hands on me, now we're gonna have problems. Yeah, in that case, like I'm gonna pop you. Okay, I feel okay. Let me clear up. I feel like yeah, I'm not. De- I'm definitely not against like timeouts and stuff like that. But I feel like if my child is going wild and you've tried timeout clearly wouldn't work right now yeah pop them back like don't go off fuck wild and go crazy but I, I don't mind, I don't think I would mind like somebody maybe popping them if they were to hit them first or doing something super crazy after they told them not to or something I don't know yeah and normally if you kind of level with kids I feel like they're okay uh my my younger stepson, he's five now, but when he will play, like, we won't play fight or anything like that. I try not to do that, but, like, we'll play doing, like, little karate moves or something like that, and he'll run up and run and start, like, punching. I mean, he, he's five. His punches don't hurt. They don't feel like nothing, but I'll tell him, like, have I hit you? Do I hit you? Okay, you don't hit me, and that stops that. But a little kid, like, whooping my butt, absolutely not. We're going to throw hands. Put your little boxing gloves on. We can do this. But if you say something for the most part, it's cool. But just, like, scratching and, you know, multiple times, like, no. Yeah. I mean, I feel like use it at your own discretion. Like, yeah, try and reason with, with them and talk to them and you know whatever but I'm all I got that I don't I don't feel like I would be against it don't go crazy and start like whooping my child but like a tap and to tell them to stop what they're doing I don't think I would be against okay so wait so popping is okay but we can't get the belt like we used to no you better call me At that point, I feel like you would call me because I feel like at that point, you took it a little too far, and now I'm going to be super upset, and I'm not, I'm not, I don't know, I'm not a parent. I don't know how I would feel, but I, I don't feel like if you have time to go find a belt or you have time to tell my child to go find a belt, you have time to call me and tell me, I'll come get them and we'll figure it out, like. But what if you're, like, somewhere far, like, what if you're out of town or something like that? Oh, wait, is it different? Is it different, like, if it's somebody related to you that whips your child with a belt? I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I feel, for for the most part, I feel like if I'm not whipping my child with a belt, you don't need to. Like I said, if you need to pop them and get them to calm down, I don't, hopefully my kids are not crazy, but... Yeah, I'm okay with that and putting them in timeout or whatever, but I don't think I'm going to want you to whip my kid if I'm not whooping my kid. I feel that. I thought about not whooping my kids when I do have kids, but... Look, I don't know, because you never know. I don't know until you end the situation and you're like, this is my kid and this is how I want to discipline them. I want a Cosby show type of family, honestly, where... You teach the life lessons, like when um, when Theo thought he was an adult and he came back home for the weekend and they had turned the house into like an apartment complex and he had to pay for everything himself. I want that type of stuff. 
I definitely like that. And then you also tagged me in a post that was like, um, the mom was sick and tired of the kids asking for more allowance or asking for phones or to go somewhere. So she set up like a job fair and made it like a real job fair. Yeah. I thought that was the best thing ever. <laughs> that was so did you read the denial letter she sent to her son? <laughs> I just thought that was so awesome. And I'm like, that's a great way for them to like learn. Yes. Yeah, I look Cosby show. That's that's the yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. Ready to jump on? Yeah, so uh, this week we are talking about vision. So, um, Stephanie, you want to take this? Oh, yeah. Okay, so this comes from Steve Harvey. Like, if you have a chance to just go to YouTube and Google, well, Go to YouTube and YouTube uh, Steve Harvey motivational speeches. Say what you want about him having three marriages and all that jazz, but this man will make you feel like, you know what? Yes, I can. I can do whatever because the path has been set. So he talked a lot about vision and not seeing people not seeing your vision or understanding your own vision. Um, for okay, he quit his job after winning $50 at a comedy club, went to work the next day, and quit his job. Family, friends, he, like I said, he's had he's married three times now, so he lost two marriages. He lived in his car for three years, but lots of successful people have stories like that. So, my thinking was like. Is that type of vision where only you can see it and you're just trusting, 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 having faith in God, is that played out in the millennial age? Um, I don't think it's played out. I think it's revamped. Like, I definitely think we're still taking chances, but I think we're trying to be a little bit more smarter. Like, we don't want to live in a car. Nobody wants to live in a car. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, I feel like we want to work, but we're also saving and we're also working on what we really wanted to do. And then when that time is right, like, maybe that's when we jump. Well, my thing is, like, we know. Sorry, go no, ahead. No, I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. Well, like, I feel like we, okay. Another example, Charlemagne the God, uh, Diddy also, interns, not making any money. Charlemagne the God was working on Wendy's show, Wendy Williams' show, not making anything. All they were offering him was a place to stay. And he'd have to find, like, meaningless jobs, making 8 $9 an hour. But I don't feel like people nowadays are are willing to put in that type of sacrifice to get where they want to go. We want to see the money now. That's very true. Um, I definitely think that's true. Like, they do want to stay the money now, and that's why I think people quit so so easily. Like, they know they have something to fall back on. This is 
this is where they can get their quick cash. Yeah, but are we limiting ourselves if we, I mean, okay. How how far would we really go? Not us personally, but just in general. And then also, like, you can't, maybe it maybe it's unrealistic to believe that much and that sounds so horrible but you can't survive living in your car really i mean i don't know about where you are but like here i know many times where i see people walking in the streets holding up signs hello that okay you're an able-bodied person why can't you work too oh i'm a struggling this i'm a struggling that but i agree with you should have something on the side until you get where you want to go it shouldn't and i don't know if steve harvey was bumming i haven't gotten to that part of his motivational speech but i i have faith but i don't know if after winning $50 and feeling like it's my my vision for what God has set in my life, that I could quit my job and just have $50 in my pocket. I, I think it's more like, okay, this is what I really love to do. This is what I really want to do. And if people, if I get that validation and people like see my vision and they believe in me like I know this can be done maybe that's what he was feeling okay and yeah that could that could be right because he went what did he say uh he had got an offer to do the Apollo but he didn't have the money and then he listened to his answer machine at his parents house because his dad told him he can't come back home once you leave the house so, but he had had his voicemail set up there, and a job in uh, Florida offered him 150, and he did a good job. So they asked him if he stay the next night and get 150 more. So then he had 300 dollars to make it to the Apollo. But I'm, I'm not a millennial. I am millennial. I'm so I'm a slick millennial. Like how long I need to know how long you know I can't you might be in your car for five ten years struggling working at restaurants for five ten years trying to figure it out and then it's like boom and do you feel like you'll be too old to enjoy once you hit your vision I honestly do and I feel like that's why I don't know if maybe it's like anxiety but I feel like gotta do this gotta hurry up because I'm getting old. These people do. Okay. Not to, but Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion and all these other girls, they're like 24. Yeah. And I'm just like, dang. And here we go. Next chapter. <laughs> yeah. And then what? Yeah. that. But I don't know if that should, it shouldn't deter us because but I understand it's like, ah, uh, I'm I'm so late in the game. But are you really? I mean, no, yes and no. Like, who 
who was that Kentucky Fried Chicken? He was like super old when he started, and I mean, goodness, that's not bad. But I mean, like, I feel like everyone's journey is different, and just because you start early doesn't mean you're gonna keep it up. Some people start early and they end just as quick as they started. See Hammer. But he ended a lot because he was given, he was trying to give a lot back to the community and whatnot. But I feel that, but I just don't want to be on the, um, I don't want to be on a flight and I'm flying first class and I'm like in my 70s and there's some little 25 year old. Yeah, you know, I've, I've had all this money since I was 15. I'm a, I'm an Instagram model. Shut your ass up. You. Like, yeah, back in my day. Yeah. <laughs> no, I feel you though. Like, in a way, I feel like I'm not going to be enjoying I'm not going to be able to enjoy it. But in a way, I kind of feel that about. I mean, I feel like I will be able to enjoy it because it's like, I, I earned this vacation, this, this, or whatever, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, and then I don't, I, I gotta keep believing that God won't give me something that I'm not ready for, that give me something later on in my life that I was ready for now. He knows I'd act a fool right about now. <laughs> so <laughs> I could, I could check my account right now and have an extra $50 in there and be like, you know what I'm gonna do? <laughs> Let me go to Amazon real quick. I've been wanting a pressure cooker. Let me find. <laughs> he knows my heart. I feel it. See, I feel like I, I'm more MC Hammer. If I get it, I would want to give it. See, mm, mm, I, but nah, because we're not all of us, but I feel like we're too. We've been too accustomed for the handouts, and now that's what we expect. Not all of us, but most of us. And I'm talking about people of color, honestly. Like, I'll go on Instagram, and somebody will be posting knowledge for a business. Uh, the six-figure chick is somebody I follow. And she's yeah. like, you follow her? Oh, yeah. yeah. I knew we were best friends for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> but like she'll post stuff and she pays for ads for the shade room so excuse me people uh, either either people of color down her saying it's a scam she you know she ain't really got this much money and all this stuff or is people asking well let me get this for free and sometimes I just don't get it like if you are doing good and then you want to turn around and help people, if you're doing good, we're going to make fun of each other for doing good. But then if we're selling something, we're, our business, it's, oh, well, you should want to help me because, I, because we look alike. <laughs> like, where do you, where's the wiggle room? Yeah. <sighs> We we just contradict ourselves so much, and we don't know what we want. Like, no, we really we really don't. And I, and sometimes I don't know what I want. Like, I'll 
I'll see something and I like it and I want to read about it, but y'all just want to skim through it. Like, okay, let's get to the good part. I feel it. How did you? How did you do what I'm trying to do? Let's talk about that. I don't need to hear your backstory. I don't care. <laughs> Man, give me the manual. Yes. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. Uh, but, but yeah, I I know like. They say if you can see it in your mind, like, you can make it a reality. So, I'm definitely with it. Like, God doesn't give you a vision for no reason. So, if you have to bring that vision to life. People, yeah, brown people are crazy. Like, and I feel like they don't be with your movement until you actually get some wheels and it start moving. Man. But... (laughs) If I, yeah, but anyways, but, uh, no, that was fact. <laughs> that was so fact. Yeah. But, but yeah, I definitely think like you bring that vision to life, like your biggest supporters don't come from people you know. Yes. Oh, when I wanted to sell wine, uh, and do my traveling vineyard thing, mm-hmm. that's, that's what I was told from the uh, the woman I went to see who was actually, like, profitable in there. She said, none of my friends, not one, has ever done business with me. Yeah. I, and I don't think it's, like, anything personal, but I think it's, like, people support what they like. And, and maybe, like, um, how to put that, but, like, you attract like-minded people, like, okay this your biggest supporter is a random person that likes wine because they super love wine and maybe your friends can support you in different ways they don't necessarily have to buy from you like they can support you emotionally or they can tell others about your business if it's not something that they necessarily want to invest in yeah but it's some hateration in there too like it's gotta be it it is. People don't want to see you shine, and they're not shining too. Yeah, they want to see you shine after after you know everybody else is watching you shine, and it's like, oh, yeah, you know, it's my homie. <laughs> yeah, like or maybe it's just like they don't they want to see you shine, but not brighter than them. I'll take yes, that too. That works. We just we just with it today. <laughs> hey, <laughs> but uh. Yeah. So, do you have anything else? Yes, I have a question for you. Okay. Do you have a vision board that's like out in your, somewhere in your home that your visions? I do not, but I do have like sometimes I don't have them as crazy as I used to. I would put little affirmations, like sticky posts, around the house or on the mirror or like on my dresser um and just put like little affirmations and reminders okay you want to play a game do you have a vision board yeah i want to play a game okay so here's the game and you at home can play along too so one of the things i took away from uh one of the motivational speeches that i watched was steve harvey said that every morning and every night before he went to bed he looked at his vision board and he made a list. Well, he had a vision board, but he made a list of 300 things that he wanted. 
it didn't matter didn't matter what it was 300 things that he wanted to either do or buy or whatever and he said about 75 you'll start getting uh you'll start running out of things but he said think bigger so your challenge if you choose to accept it is to create a list of 300 things and look at it every morning every night Okay. And challenge and you don't have to tell what's on your on your list, but once you cross something off your list that you've accomplished, you have to tell everybody that you accomplished something off your list. It will keep track to 300. Okay. Okay. That's cool. All right. Yay. <laughs> Yay. This will be fun. Michelle, that's all I had though. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, this has been your episode of the Basically Brown podcast. Um, if you have a brown boss, hit us up. Any questions, comments, also hit us up. We are Basically Brown podcast on Instagram, Basically Too Brown on Twitter, and the Basically Brown podcast at gmail.com. I'm your host, Shakira. Step- Wait, hold on. Are you going to make a vision board, too? Um, you have to. We're going to make vision boards. <laughs> they can be, like, it can be blurred out. Like, I, people don't need to see your visions until it comes to light, because you don't want nobody hating on you in the process. But you got to have a board. I'll work on that. <laughs> I guess I never thought about it that way. I need to see it. How would I actually want Yes. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm Stephanie. (laughs) And we out.